0: Everybody wanted to meet Michael or be with Michael. And then he likes you. I was seven years old. Michael asked, do you and the family wanna come to Neverland? We drive in and forget about all your problems. You were in Neverland. It was a fantasy. The days. We're filled with magical... Child hey everybody, welcome back to the Lucky Dog Podcast. This is your host, Elias Roush. Whether you need photography, videography, aerial drone photography, web design, podcast support, or technical support, Elias Roush Media has you covered. Today we're discussing Leaving Neverland, 2019 documentary, HBO produced, directed by Dan Reed. At the height of his stardom... Michael Jackson began long-running relationships with two boys aged 7 and 10 and their families. Now in their 30s, they tell their story and how they came to terms with this years later. I've only seen part one of this documentary so far, so I'll probably end up doing a second um uh, a second part to this podcast, but I just wanted to get initial reactions and impressions and opinions on this uh, controversial documentary. I mean, this this is undoubtedly probably going to polarize the majority of fans down the middle um, um, for a very long time. Um, we, we live in a time where people like to be on uh, this side or, you know, This side or the other side. You're either with them or you're not with them. And this is the... During the Me Too movement and all of this, uh, you know, sexual abuse um, allegations coming up, this is the time to drop this kind of uh, documentary. Um, Unfortunately, it's on one of the uh, best known um, pop stars uh, that have lived within our generation and... Maybe generations to come. Um, so, for anything that we we discuss negatively about um, the accusations, again, these are all accusations um, of Mr. Jackson, Michael Jackson. Um, just know that I really, I I really hate it because this was someone I respected and someone um, that many people enjoyed. Um, throughout their lives, um, listening to and you know bopping bopping around to, and some some people are real emotional about Michael Jackson. Um, they it, it affects them deeply. So it, it's not easy to make this uh, podcast when um, when creating this. Like it, it was not easy um, watching the documentary. So maybe we'll just hop into um what I thought about the documentary first and uh just quick non-spoilers of what I thought about it how we could uh talk about it just from a uh, a perspective of you know People that haven't watched it, that don't want to watch it, that are just interested and they, you know, they want to know what it's all about and how damning it is on the reputation of not just Michael Jackson, but the Jacksons as a whole. And uh, I'll say this right off the top. The first part of the documentary is all about the accusers and does not give... Hardly any backstory to Michael Jackson the individual. We we it's all from a third party point of view. Now, with saying that, the information that the accusers um, give to these interviews are absolutely shocking. They're hard to listen. <laughs> Sorry, they're shocking. They're hard to listen to. They are. They are damning to the reputation of Michael Jackson and his estate um undoubtedly they this documentary is is going to leave you in a place where I don't know if you want to listen to his music anymore, and given that there are Jacksons that are still alive, Janet Jackson given being one that actively is still in the music business um it could affect her career and i I've heard that there's uh lawsuits out uh against this documentary on the um against the accusers and the producers of the documentary. And so this is going way, way deep um, with it, just uh, kind of the outskirts of it. Um, the repercussions of this documentary are uh, quite catastrophic. So the first part is they there's two parts and each part is two hours and I can go ahead and explain it from a technical point of view. What they, how they, how this documentary is formed versus other documentaries. This relies heavily on archived footage of the accusers and Michael Jackson. They do a lot of um, editing with um, the accusers discussing what happened to them, and then cross crossing the cross editing it with footage of Michael Jackson either him performing or him uh, in private quarters and um, I, I can't say there's any you know terrible media that you you see but there's tons of footage of Michael Jackson just hanging out with kids and knowing all these things that these accusers are saying it, it's difficult it's like it's it's like you want to uh, Tell them to get, get away or something. You know, Get the, somebody grab your kids. And it it becomes extremely uncomfortable as the progression of the documentary um, continues. Within the first, I don't know, by the first half of the first uh, part, you might have gotten your fill. Honestly, I, I don't know if this needed to be 4 hours. It sounds almost excessive, but I mean the, the there's so much information that is um conveyed in um such a little time from both of the accusers just in part 1. It's um it's a lot to take in. I had to kind of watch it in spurs myself. Um I I just I didn't I it was hard to watch it all at once. So that's that's one thing. It's it it is disturbing to hear um, the accusations, it's, it's detailed in what happens. Um, technically they, they aren't doing like the abduction, abducted in plain sight reenactment styles, you know, the jinxed reenactments and stuff like that. There's, it's not so much in reenactment and trying to, to, uh, you know, um, dramatize, uh, anything. They're really trying to just show the individuals discussing what's happening and, um, and they use an excessive amount of drone shots. I mean, you're probably watching 45 minutes of drone shots in between the stories that they're telling the entire time. It's a combination of uh, drone shots, interviews with the accusers, and archived footage. And a combination of that is is what you're getting in this part one. Um, and... With saying all that, there's no backstory to who Michael is. This is strictly about the accusers. And you know, for better or for worse, i, I i'm I'm really trying to dance on the line because um, I, I want to respect both sides of the aisle. and um, yeah, so that's kind of how you can break it down for part one. If you really want to get into it, you know, um, you know what you're gonna get now. Um, there is a ton of archived footage that makes me uncomfortable and, uh, honestly, I had trouble sleeping last night after I finished it. I was like, this guy is going to haunt my dreams and it's, it's scary a little bit. Like, I, I, I it, it, it makes me uncomfortable just discussing it right now. I don't know. Just, um, knowing everything this guy did or is is accused of doing. Now, I'm not saying he did. I'm just saying this is what the accusers are saying, that he did. And if it's true, it's it's extremely damning. Um, Regardless if it's not true, if it's true or not, I guess it is kind of damning to the Jackson's estate. Now, I do know that Mr. Jackson, Michael Jackson, had been, um, uh, I think sometime they... Took him to court to try to prove that he had, you know, he had child pedophilia on him or something like that, and it was proven not guilty. He was proven not guilty. So you always got to take that in consideration that there was, uh, you know, there someone attempted to do justice and they tried to catch this, uh, catch all these happenings, and nothing was found. And so you always, you know, you have to think about that when um, you're watching this. Uh, documentary but with everything they're saying with the evidence that they're presenting it is and and the fact that i don't think it's a spoiler to say that the the, the stories between the two accusers kind of match the same thing you know they they kind of went down the same trajectory uh, and uh it it's difficult it's it's got me seriously reconsidering about listening to his music and it just it's hard you know it's 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 a hard watch um i i wouldn't say it's in in the way that it's comparable to abducted in plain sight i'm glad that they don't go as far as doing these recreations like they did in uh, abducted in plain sight that if you're going to do recreations it's got to look pristine and something about recreations make it seem like it's a little bit more real than not so the fact that they they refrained from that in the first part i'm 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 okay with, although there are tons of drone shots. You gotta get ready for the drone shots. It's 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 drone shot after drone shot. So um, let's um, talk about this uh in spoilers. So now we are discussing uh, leaving Neverland Part One documentary in spoiler section. Um, I don't I didn't really give Dan Reed the director any um any big leeway within it because I don't really know too much about Dan Reed. I I see that he's a documentary maker and he's done a couple other documentaries actually based on um, sexual abuse and pedophilia, I believe. And uh, let me see what he actually made real quick. Dan Reed is best well known for being a UK director um, he's directed The Valley, Terror in Mumbai, and The Pedophile Hunter, and so or hunt, yeah, Pedophile Hunter. I guess I don't know. It says Hunter's on the description, then Hunter and the things. I don't know. It's one of them, uh, maybe all of them. Maybe he's, maybe he's hunting all of the pedophiles, <laughs> um, but maybe I guess he's the perfect guy to you know put behind the wheel for this. Um, this documentary. So far, because it's based off of someone I've you know known and grown up with, it's made it a lot more difficult to... I feel like all of us... Uh, it's made it a lot more difficult to soak in, but I feel like all of us feel like we know Michael Jackson just a little bit. But after watching it, I feel like you almost know nothing about it. And how is there so much archival footage of him with this, these kids and nobody said anything? I mean, I guess... I was too young. I, I, I am I'm 25 now, so I was too young at the time to really understand what was going on. So I was just like, eh, I didn't. I, there's there's just tons of footage of him with these these people, um, the these accusers. Um, after you watch the first part of Leaving Netherland, uh, ne- Netherland, not Leaving Netherlands, Leaving Neverland, um, leaving the Netherlands, um it i i was seriously questioning whether i would watch part 2 because i was like i feel like 2 hours is enough i don't understand why this is a 4 hour doc um i i understand in the first little bit how it was um compelling to you know describe these these very different stories of these two boys getting um involved with uh mr jackson i keep calling him mr jackson michael jackson um, I don't know why I'm calling him Michael, uh, Mr. Jackson. Um, but it's it's just disturbing. It's 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 sick. It's really descriptive in what happened, and I kind of got my fill after you know I was like I that's it. I don't need any more of this after maybe an hour and a half. I mean, I was really done about 45 minutes in, but um, there was just tons of backstory of these accusers and how they got involved um, with Michael Jackson. But it also talks about what happens to the families post um, becoming friends with Michael, you know, befriending Michael Jackson. It sounds like, you know, Michael really becomes uh, a wedge between the family and he wants the family to almost break up in a way. I mean, he's telling him these families to come live with him. And uh, you know he he does kind of an interesting job in almost all of the pictures that are featuring him and him, him putting himself kind of where the the, the husband father figure is in most of these scenarios. And uh, just just check it out if you if you were looking at some of these photos, he seems to always kind of block dad out in in both of these families. And uh, it, I really noticed it towards um, the. The second hour, I believe, one of the boy's families, the father ends up, uh, you know, being left by half of his family so that the other half can go, you know, hang out with Michael in California. I was just, I was, uh, it, it is crazy and it is sad, but it seems kind of like the natural pro- uh, progression of living with or be, befriending a superstar because their money supersedes everything they can buy in persuade anybody in anything so it's uh it it's it's got to be an insane situation just the lifestyles that they were living but uh the parents why the why weren't the parents more um on top of this so it, it was weird because they they have numerous clips of both of these parents both of these mothers interesting they don't have the fathers on um they're not. Inter- they didn't interview either of the fathers, um, but they. <laughs> the mothers both say, "I've you know he acted like a little kid. Does that not? Is, is that not weird? Is that not? You know because he's ultra famous and whatnot. It I mean superstar. You know levels of famous. He's one of the most famous people that you could ever ever even think of." Um, Worldwide, it's it's just like they're starstruck or something like that. I, I don't know. I I I don't know what was going through their head, but it was it was a painful documentary to watch. To be honest, um, I would say there are an excessive number of drone shots that um, do get kind of repetitive. Repetitive, in my opinion, there is a damning amount of evidence that looks terrible for the Jackson Estate. Um, this really hurts, hurts me personally as a Michael Jackson and Jackson 5 fan. Um, I mean, they even talk about Michael Jackson bringing these kids over to Neverland and introducing to, introducing them to his siblings. So the siblings knew he, that there was um, – uh, the accusers say that the siblings knew that, um, i got to be careful, I'm uh, wording this, that they were um, with, that Michael was hanging out with these kids. And I don't know why that's not kind of brought up more a little bit. I don't know, maybe they don't want to point the fingers too much at the, the Jackson estate saying, you know, did you know? Did you know he had these kids over? And my questions are, do, if these kids, if nothing happened to these accusers, these are uh, if if nothing happened to the accusers, how did they get all of this apparel, all this stuff, all these faxes, all these? Um, it, there, it, there's too detailed of information on both sides of these stories to seem like they're just made up or that they made them up over the course of time. They would it would take so much bullshitting and so much um, uh, I don't know just connect the, you know, connecting all the dots. It just seems that these accusers are in clear distress and they say they're not, you know, going out for money. But I mean, if you have your name attached to a Michael Jackson, anything, you're going to get attention and saying, you know, accusing him of this is obviously going to get you some attention. Um, but I hear they're going to be on Oprah or at least one of them is, um, going to be interviewed. Um, I don't, like either way we lose you know um we find out that he if if this came out and we find out that it's true then it's like damn it you know what a lot of people knew or were guessing for a long time was actually happening and i would say a lot of people had their suspicions i mean how many grown men billionaires or millionaires, whatever. I don't remember how much he was worth. Um, uh, Have their own, you know, carousel in the back of their, uh, their estate, you know, it, the, he was in, in my opinion, all of this is an opinion, by the way, this is, you know, this is nothing for sure. In my opinion, I think that this guy never got to grow up. And so when he did grow up, he went all out because he had no restrictions um once he was you know of age and so he never got to live as a you know a a young individual he never got to grow up so it reverted to when he was an adult and it it fucked him up the insurmountable amount of evidence on this po- uh, on this podcast on this uh it's not on this podcast there's no evidence on the podcast these are all opinions uh <laughs> the insurmountable amount of evidence on the documentary is really bad. I mean, the facts is the fact that uh, the accuser could say, you know, he's uh, the accusers and most both of their mothers knew how close the, their sons were with Michael, and they also knew about the love these little quote unquote love letters and you know calling him like little one or Applehead or something. I don't I think he called Michael Applehead. I mean, these little nicknames. I mean, they're too specific for it not to have happened. Um, and so that's what really irritates, irritates me. And it's like, it's not looking good. So once again, this was leaving Neverland part one. It was an extremely rough watch, especially, mostly because we felt like we grew up with this individual. A lot of us did. And, uh, we respected, you know, what we, what he did and what he, what the talents he, um, he possessed and, the the talents will never be seen again but it also came with a, a heavy cost and so um i i think it's important that these stories are told and regardless of your you know your stature your your stardom your famdom your bank account um it's it's not fair for you know a grown ass man to tr- treat a child like this and It'll truly fuck someone up and, uh, or not even just a grown ass man, just a grown ass adult and a child having some sort of, uh, relationship. It's just, it just is wrong. And this is, uh, two counts of it, of how it's going to fuck you up and how it's going to fuck your family up. And it's, it's sad. It's really sad. So, um, that was leaving Never, Never. I can't say this damn title. Leaving Neverland, Part One. And so, uh, if we do a Part Two, I'll add the information in the show notes for you to join uh, the next podcast. If you got any comments, questions, concerns, let us know. LuckyDogPodcast at gmail.com. Um, we are doing a Twitch stream uh, right now. We got a couple people in the chat room. Let us know any, you know, comments, questions, concerns there, how we can improve. Um, if you have some questions about the documentary or what's coming up, you know, let us know. Let us know how we can improve. So um, thank you for listening, Lucky Dog Podcast. Um, check out all the other podcasts we have available on in uh, the library and in your podcast uh, player. So thank you for listening and take it easy. Like have a fairy tale. Hello, Wade. Today is your birthday. So congratulations. I love you. Goodbye. There's no thoughts of this is wrong or anything like that. He told me if they ever found out what we were doing, he and I would go to jail for the rest of our lives. Secrets will eat you up. You feel so alone. I want to be able to speak the truth as loud as I had to speak the lie for so long.